0: Wake up, folks. It's Andy Dick, and this is Addicted.
1: Inside the mind
0: of Andy Dick,
1: so many ways to turn.
0: So take your pit inside the mind of Andy Dick. Hi, welcome to What the Fuck is Up with Andy Dick inside the cracked mind and that's why we're doing this show or I really should say that's why I'm doing it because my mind is cracked I think everybody's mind is cracked and in this podcast only 10 episodes we're bringing in the top professionals, specialists psychiatrists therapists urinologists (laughs) No, we should get one of those, right? Check my urine. No, what would that do? Um, Nutritionists. And this guy, Noah Levine. So it is Levine, not Levine. Wait, which one is it?
1: It, (laughs) It doesn't matter to me. My family pronounced it Levine.
0: Oh, they did? You're Jewish?
1: My father's side.
0: Mine too. Yes. That's interesting.
1: Well, anyhow, here's Noah,
0: our next guest, who is a Buddhist-
1: I am a Buddhist. Can you explain that a little bit? And sure. you're not a
0: monk, right? I'm or, not
1: I'm not a monk.
0: And then what, what would it take to become a monk if you wanted to be?
1: Um anybody can become a monk. You have to take a vow of celibacy and <laughs> never mind. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. You uh, lost me. A vow of celibacy and a vow of poverty. You give oh. give up all material and sensual. Oh. You know, I have done that yes. accidentally. Sure.
0: Yeah, of course, we all have, I guess, right? You know what? That's what probably happens. People just, there's no sex going on. There's no money. Give it up. I guess I'm a Buddhist now.
1: Sure. (laughs) They're
0: just, you know what I mean?
1: So I became, I grew up, my father's name is Stephen Levine. He was Mm -hmm. a fairly, you know, famous. He wrote 10, 15 books. He wrote books with Ram Dass, you know. Yeah, I knew that. So I grew up. He did? I I grew up Holy crap. Yeah, I grew up with like that. Uh, what maybe we would call the um, kind of uh, pioneers of a lot of the Western oh, you're spiritual. Me you're giving me chills. you giving me chills. How so, old are you? I am about to turn fifty. Okay, so I'm fifty-four. So we're yeah. Growing okay. up in the seventies, eighties, yep. uh-huh. dads dads a yep. meditator. Yep. But they're not mine really Buddhists. But they're not really Trans- Buddhists. No. They're, mine did transcendental meditation. Yes, they're doing Hindu. They're doing yeah. Buddhist. They're yeah. reading Sufi poetry. Yeah. yeah. They're and doing my, all mine, of it. Mine was reading Ram Dass. Yes,
0: and so so that grew and up, your
1: dad. Oh my God, I, I grew was, up with Ram Dass. My I father was fucking and, reading and Ram Dass. your dad's books. They they wrote uh, Grist for the Mill together in like seventy or I'm not sure. Of it. Sometimes, I so gonna... I grew up with it. But I do, to, you know. But also, my mother was an addict. My father was an addict before he turned to his hippie, new age, you know, spirituality. I got strung out young. I was, but I was suicidal at five years old. I was. I'm
0: sorry to laugh, but if something is very, very dark like that, I tend to laugh.
1: Me too. Like I was five years old. You want to commit suicide? How would you do it? Had the knife, Kool Aid, had the knife. Oh, yeah. Had the, you know, the hiding place, Uh, had the kind of plan, and and had that feeling of like, I've got no control in this life other than whether or not I continue to live or not. Now, Andy, the the context for that is that Uh Stephen, my father, was doing um, hospice. So I was around death and dying from the beginning. And I was taught about reincarnation. And so when I was five years old and suicidal, I was not thinking like this is over. I was thinking this is a reset. I can get out and start over. Because of reincarnation. Because of reincarnation. But I got, I started getting high at seven years old, smoking my dad's weed, drinking my mom's wine. Can I stop you? Yeah.
0: Because I was just watching a weird, uh, it's one of my favorite shows, but Unsolved Mysteries. Not the new one. I I went back to the old ones and it was about child prodigies and there was this like five-year-old and then he was six, nine, ten, whatever. And he was at Carnegie Hall and they said... And I'm like, why would they say that? Because they can't explain child prodigies. They said it's reincarnation.
1: Reincarnation. Possibly, I,
0: I, possibly.
1: So you know, growing up with these spiritual teachers and meditators and Buddhists, and but they're all stoners. They're all eating acid like it's candy. They're all you know, like I'm. I'm just I'm I'm around this these psychedelic spiritual. So for me, by the time I'm five, I'm suicidal. By the time I'm seven, I'm getting high. By the time I'm wait wait wait
0: wait, wait. getting high on what? I'm seven. I'm
1: smoking my dad's weed. At seven, I, I found my mom's grocery bags full of mushrooms and started eating eating them like they were candy at 10 years old oh my I'm dropping god. acid by the time I'm 11 oh and by the time I'm 13 god. 14 I'm snorting coke I'm shooting dope oh I'm my strung out on crack god. I have three felony arrests by the time oh I'm 17 my god so addiction young addiction and the desperation and the suffering of my oh. addiction and 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 the suffering I'm in my so life that led to addiction yeah got me desperate enough to try my dad's hippie Buddhist meditation mm-hmm. technique.
0: Which is what?
1: Which is mindfulness. Mm-hmm.
0: I heard- Sitting it, in juvenile hall. Yeah, Yeah, I,
1: I start meditating. Am I allowed to talk, Brandon. Yeah, absolutely, jump in, jump yeah. in.
0: Um, on the way here, my producer sent me a bunch of your tapes and I, I was so tired today. I laid down in the back of the car and listen to one of them, and it was just so beautiful, Thank so beautiful. You. And you would do this thing where you would talk, and then stop talking. And I was, I would say to Dee Dee, "Is my girl that takes me every time to the show? I'm Like, did you stop it, Dee Dee? Like, what? Why is it? Where's the?" Pa-? And then you would start talking again. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> he's just <laughs> pausing." And then I got used to the pauses and w- liked them. Yeah because that cuz you and i noticed you paused unless you we weren't doing this on purpose i was thinking you paused every time you wanted me or whoever was listening to really think about what the fuck you just said
1: i think i mean i uh, some of the times when i pause it is so that the listener is reflecting Sometimes when I pause, it's because I'm listening to my mind. To
0: yourself. Like, what are you going to say next? What am I going to say next? And and having some, and this
1: is part of what I want to talk with Uh you today, inside your mind, Mm -hmm. how addicted to our minds and how much do we obey our minds and how much do we have some choice about what we do, no matter what's happening in our minds or what Mm -hmm. we say, Mm -hmm. no matter what our mind is telling us. Yeah. And that's what – and so, you know, when I started meditating at 17 years old and was a full-blown drug addict. Oh, yeah, that part. And was – had a either. lot of consequences <sighs> that I was like, okay, recovery. I started getting sent to 12-step stuff when I was 13. <sighs> and I was like, all of this God, all of this religiosity, all of this – all of these adults. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um. I didn't love the 12-step stuff, but I knew I needed help. And I knew I needed community and I knew I needed – but meditation made sense to me.
0: Yeah, me too. Because
1: this was like non-theistic, no God in Buddhism, just humanist psychology. This is how your mind works. This is how you can train your mind. Mindfulness will lead to the end of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. So I got very involved in Buddhism and stayed involved in recovery. And I, you know, I went to the meetings and I got the sponsor and I did the steps and I did all of that stuff, but I never really became theistic. I never really came, you know, the, the, the second step, I never really came to believe that a power greater than myself was that God was going to help me. I don't believe in that shit. Yeah. But what I did believe was that as I meditate, as I start to tell the truth, as I practice some renunciation, through my own actions, my life is changing.
0: Mm-hmm. I Found the same thing. I found that when I meditated, it had the same effect as uh, getting high or getting drunk, but it, w- it took a little longer, but it was, lo- was longer-lasting. And I would have to do it consistently.
1: It's a you know the Buddha. It's
0: a discipline.
1: The Buddha talks about developing a reliable refuge, and we go to drugs and we go to alcohol and we go to sex for refuge, right? Wait, those but, are my three best friends. Right, but it's such a it's so unreliable. I know. It's so temporary, and the hangovers, yep. and the shame, yep. and the everything else yep. that comes along with it. Yeah. And and that through meditation through. An ethical way of life and and some renunciation. Unfortunately, like, you know, people like us and maybe all people, we don't want to renounce everything. We want to do what we want when we want. Yeah. But then we see the suffering that that creates in our lives. And so then we come around and, and say, um, I want to do it different. I would like to be happy. I'd like to have a, a different relationship to my mind because my mind, I you, you know, you started in the beginning about how your mind is cracked. And the truth is everybody's mind is cracked. The human mind is dysfunctional. It is wired for survival, not for happiness. It is fueled by repetitive craving and self-centered ignorance. And it's not your fault, Andy. And it's not anybody's fault that the mind is like this. This is just the human condition. Without us actually doing some serious... Uh, investigation. But I have yes.
0: For my yeah, I started jump. when I was fifteen, yeah. and I did every fucking thing you can name one, and I did it from Scientology to I did that the one that Tina Turner does the Buddhism. Yeah. I went to those yeah, yeah. temples
1: with her. Nam renge I had a whole. I have my <laughs> Gohansen still. Sure, I
0: have it. Yeah, is that what it's called, right? A Gohansen the thing. So. They. But that's not what you do. That's not what we do now. No, we okay. What do you do? You go to a temple or whatever. So well, it's
1: well, let me complete my story for a moment. Go ahead, and go I, and ahead. I love that you're hearing this and that you're of feeling I am. it. Um, so, you know, I got sober, I stayed sober and I had this Buddhist practice and I had my, you know, teachers and practice.
0: Oh, that you went to, that you went to
1: practice of mindfulness, going to meditation. Or did you have your own
0: dojo? (laughs) I I
1: do, (laughs) I do have my own now, but back then I was just a student and I was a kid, but I was going on these silent meditation retreats and I was like, there's hope here. At 19 years old, I did my first silent meditation retreat, and I'm fresh out of juvenile hall, and I'm a tattooed punk rock angry kid. And I enter into this hippie spiritual bullshit, and I'm like, these are not my people. My people are in the 12-step rooms. Those are my people. These white do-gooder Buddhist, you know, baby boomer hippies, not my people. You know, I want to listen to Motorhead and, you know, (laughs) and skateboard. So, but in recovery, I found those people, but in Buddhism, I found a philosophy yeah. and a practice of training my mind that just made sense to me. Yeah. After 15 years or so in recovery, I started teaching my teachers, Jack Cornfield, Ram Dass, Stephen Levine, Ajahn Amaro, started encouraging me, start teaching, teach your generation how to do this. Yep.
0: That's what you're doing right now, by the way.
1: That's what I'm doing.
0: Right this but second. But that's why I
1: created Refuge Recovery. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Which is, is- I know this. You know it. Is, is it in Venice?
1: It's, well, it's all over the world. Yeah. But we, we Isn't started- is the
0: one where you can smoke pot? No. <laughs> oh, I'm out. I'm out already. I'm
1: out. Well, here's the thing. Mindfulness is the solution. In order to be mindful-
0: can I stop you? I yes. forgot to smoke pot before this, that which was weird. Would have made I, it.
1: No, no, I'm going
0: to. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> well, come on, because I
1: thought yeah. that, that
0: was your thing. Refuge, you can, recovery. Yeah,
1: ref, refuge recovery. Yeah, refuge recovery is a completely abstinence based. In order to use no sex even no abstinence I'm the from fuck re- out mindfulness. Don't sign me up. <laughs> re- uh, uh, abstinence. Why from- are you here? <laughs> <laughs> From recreational. No, listen, listen. Recreational drug and alcohol use.
0: Also, I can smoke it if I'm like now having a little therapy session. You have to be honest. Ron
1: Dass'
0: co-writer's son.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You have to be honest with yourself. What's recreational and what's medicinal? I know. I am. I am very honest. Yeah, and And you and you, you know, of course. Now, I want to get around to. Go ahead. I knew you were. Refuge recovery. Yep. Yeah. Which is the Buddhist based, you know, using the Buddha taught four noble truths. Number one, suffering. Okay. What about it?
0: We all have it. We all have it. We all experience it. You just told me that.
1: Number two, there's a cause. Suffering is caused in the human instinctual drive towards pleasure. And towards craving and clinging and the avoidance of our pain.
0: Yeah. That's one of the things I liked about what I listened to you on the way here. Yeah. Where you're like, why do we? And I'm like, why do I? You're like, why do we keep going back to the same toxic relationships, to the same bad thoughts, to the same thoughts that aren't loving? You had three words there. I'm like, wow, that was really... Yeah, loving uh, hats. I can't remember what you said, but like if they're not positive yeah. and bringing you up, why are you having those? Why thoughts? are
1: we addicted to our pain?
0: Yeah, why? And you, I, I know what you said. It's this
1: instinctual. Your, your drive. mom
0: and dad. Yeah, my mom and dad, and this and that. Yeah, we go back to what we know, and that's where we feel comfortable. We feel comfortable in the chaos. It's See how I heard your whole it's fucking all, thing. That's all we've known. Do you hear now? That's all
1: we know. And our wires get so crossed yeah. that it feels like love. Yeah. Yep. Because it's so familiar. Because those who, you know, and this is a little bit more psychological than Buddhist, but those primary caregivers who were supposed to be unconditionally loving and supportive and weren't so good at it. And then and we, we can't blame them. Well, sure, no, we really. can. Okay. Sure we can. They they can they can have full responsibility <laughs> well, for their half assed parenting. Oh well mine are dead, but I have <laughs> my,
0: <laughs> I know, but you're right. And but but you can say that about me. I have three kids. Sure. How many do you have? Two. Yeah. You know what uh Noah said, I'm talking to the people listening. He said right before we started, Can we get to this? Because I want to get back home to my kids. That was so sweet. How old are they?
1: Eight and twelve.
0: Yeah, mine are dead, dead, and dead.
1: To me. No, I'm just kidding.
0: No. My youngest one is 23. Yeah. And then I have, that's my daughter. And then a 25-year-old son. And then a 32-year-old kid. Yeah. So I'm doing the same thing that you do where I try to keep them close. So my son, my oldest, 32, directed, wrote a movie starring me and my daughter.
1: Oh, Brad. I know.
0: It's so cool. So tell me more about You.
1: So, and then pick a number because I I, I I love Willie and I love the Dow. So. so
0: this is the Dow of Willie yeah. that I found out in the uh, kitchen. Yep. A guide to happiness in your heart by Willie Nelson, the Dow, which is spelled with a T, T A O, of Willie, and uh, I want you to pick a number uh, and then one oh eight. Oh, we're gonna get right to it right now. Okay. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. I almost get open. And then um, I'm
1: going to crack my book for you. Shit, yeah. Well, how many books do you
0: have? Fuck yeah. I've A written four. Oh, yeah. Oh, good job. <laughs> You're so prolific. <laughs> okay, here we go. It, this can't be Willy talking. It's easy to be overwhelmed by our desires for material things. But the fact is, most of us know what we truly value. Sometimes, we just need a little reminder. Can we talk about that? Can you? That's what I need help with. This guy that I'm hung up on.
1: I love it as an investigation into your mind, right? Like that's what this is about, and your attachment, your love for your boyfriend. Your uh, is
0: it love though? That's what you were saying. I, in I, the thing
1: I listen Maybe to. attachment. Maybe it's love. I don't know. Um, but whatever it is, it's in your mind. I mean, we, we So in Buddhism, we don't separate the mind and the heart. There's a Buddhist word, yeah, chitta, I, I which is Cheetah. the heart. Yeah,
0: I heard you said that. And right? the mind.
1: The mind and the heart, all emotion, all of that arises in the mind. It's all psychological. Buddhism is humanist psychology. How can we have a radical shift in how we relate to our own minds? Now, you're not going to perfect your mind ever. Now, I, I got bad news which is that even the enlightened Buddha continue to experience craving and aversion and doubt and all of that shit that we suffer about. Awakening, recovery, establishing abstinence and maintaining abstinence and and living, living a life that way, it doesn't make all of our pain go away. We just learn how to deal with it. It doesn't make our mind perfect. We just learn how to deal with our imperfect, in your words, cracked Minds.
0: Did I say that my mind was cracked? You did, yeah. Oh, that's a good term. You know, my
1: drug of choice was crack, so I'm, I'm, a big yeah. fa- I'm a big fan of the crack. So here's where I'd like to go, Andy, if, you're, if you want to come along with me. I do. The first aspect of refuge recovery is admitting to our innermost self that addiction is suffering. Even though our addictive patterns, our addictive behaviors, the substances give us temporary relief from some of our pain, some of our grief, some of our trauma, for lack of a better word. In the long run, addiction is the cause of more and more suffering. Recovery is about ending suffering. So we start in... um, See how you did that pause?
0: I like it. <laughs> it relaxes me. I love this guy so uh, much.
1: <laughs> so we start the refuge recovery process by looking at the first noble truth. and
0: Which is what? it Was that suffering?
1: Addiction
0: oh, it, creates wait, no, but, suffering. No, but the first noble truth is suffering.
1: Suffering is normal. Suffering is ordinary. Suffering is uh, the status quo. The third truth is, is that it's possible to end suffering. But that oh, it with, is it? It is. So let's, do, so let's do this. Full attention. Full attention. To start the process of healing and to recover from addiction, the first thing we must do is accept how our addictions cause suffering in us and in the ones we love. We begin by understanding that addiction always creates suffering. Suffering is greed, hatred, and delusion. For the addict, it may manifest as suffering is the stress created by craving for more. Suffering is never having enough to feel satisfied. Suffering is stealing to support our addiction. Suffering is lying to hide your addiction. Suffering is feeling ashamed of one's actions. Suffering is feeling unworthy Suffering is living in fear of the consequences of one's actions. Suffering is the feeling of anger or resentment. Who wrote this? Suffering is hurting other people. Suffering Did is Ron hurting— this?
0: What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I like so making you laugh. Suffering
1: is the feeling of being isolated and alone. Oh. Suffering is the feeling of hatred towards oneself or others. Suffering is jealousy Damn, and envy. I wish my
0: boyfriend was here to hear this.
1: Suffering is he feeling more than less than, inferior, or beneath others. Suffering is feeling superior, better than, or above others. Suffering is greedy, needy, and selfish. Suffering is the thought, I cannot be happy until I get. Suffering is the anguish. And misery. What the f- You know, you're being not- addicted.
0: Okay, then what's your point? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a bummer, right? Yeah, what In are we order, supposed to here, do? Here's what the are point. we supposed to do about here's it? Here's the point.
0: Yeah, go ahead, doctor.
1: The first piece, and you know this. I know right. you know this. I know. I- okay. Is to stop avoiding and denying and... Not. The first is honesty. I am. With your innermost self. I am. What do you... Ask me a question. Go ahead. I want to ask you a whole bunch of questions. Suffering is the stress created by craving for more. List. Tell us. The stress your addiction has created. How does it manifest day to day? The stress that addiction creates in your life.
0: How does it... What?
1: How does addiction create stress in your life? How does it manifest day to day?
0: Um, When I want to take a smoke break and I have to figure out how to tell you that uh, without you running out and leaving because you're a very great guest. I honestly thought Refuge Recovery was the one where you could smoke pot. Which they wanted me to go into. Because I've been to 27 I rehabs. By the way, I've I, I been trying to ask you this. Yes. How many rehabs did you go to? 27. Zero. Me. You know what,
1: bitch? I went to... <laughs> <laughs> I went to jail a handful of times.
0: Oh, well, that's pretty much rehab. It's kind of like rehab, no, except is. for you don't Worse. get any counsel. <laughs> yeah, and, and you can drink the Pruno.
1: And And then I got sober, and I stayed sober. Now, here's the thing, and I oh, see it, and I, and I know you want to talk it. about going and getting high. Oh, and I'm this is, gonna. I know, but the, the most counter-instinctual thing is that all of our instincts are driving us to do things that make us feel good. But doing that repetitive, habitual, reactive. Running from our pain by replacing it with getting high, getting drunk, getting laid, per- shopping, eating, whatever it is. All of that avoidance technique doesn't fucking work. Or You're people right. like you and I would be, have been happy the whole time because we, you know, we got, you know, you have so much access to all of the uh, substances. It's
0: amazing that we're both alive.
1: It doesn't fucking work. If it worked, then you know we wouldn't be having this conversation you you know you but you know what does work and 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 this is the whole key for you and everyone else is learning to be uncomfortable oh i'm real comfortable with being uncomfortable bullshit you're not comfortable with it bullshit! at all
0: bullshit <laughs> not comfortable with it at all you know why how i know i'm not because every time i am which was this morning yeah I pray. And you know what? I'm Christian. I know you're a Buddhist. So I don't know who you're. Are you like praying to your fucking elephant, Gonash, or whatever <laughs> the fuck that guy is. Those are the Hindus, but okay. Uh, well, isn't it the same? It's, it's not. No. It's not the same. Well, who, who is there even a God in your Buddhist? There is not. Oh.
1: Buddhism is non-theistic, okay. humanist goes. psychology. How our human mind works. Yeah. It does, it's, not a, it's not a theism. It's not a religiosity. Yeah, okay. If you want to take me. a break, you can take a break. No, we can but just... I'm
0: just asking if I could just smoke in here. Or...
1: Oh. No. No. Jesus, that's Brandy a, that's says, a harsh no. Brandy says no. I think what Noah's
0: talking about is, is you're ex- actually demonstrating how uncomfortable you are right now. I'm not uncomfortable. How dare you? How dare you, Brandy?
1: <laughs> this is an opportunity to defy your mind. Rather than obey it okay i won't t- I won't tell Brandy oh, you yes. just walked out all right, we'll take You're a break we'll take to a him, Noah. he just walked out. We'll take a break sorry, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, you know, I get it I get it i, I, I can walk out of an intervention myself. what do you do at a point like this? We see uh we you know we can continue we can take a break and continue I mean, I'm sure you've seen this before, sure it's resonating do you think? I mean, he doesn't make any sense to me. It's like every time somebody – he, the way to say
0: it is he could be the most self-destructive human being I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen a
1: lot. I've seen it turn around. Mm-hmm. It can turn around. Yeah, but you have to want to. Yes. you got to get to that place where you – it's not even about wanting to because, you know, you don't go to rehab 27 times. Because you don't want to. And of course, we do need to come to that place where it's like, no, I want to do this for myself. But maintaining that is so difficult. You know, people often have that like good starters like, yeah, I get started, but then I get bored, then I get uncomfortable. My friend, Fat Mike, in this band called No Effects, you guys know the punk rock band No Effects? Uh-huh. He wrote a song it's, uh, that he just put out last year called Day Six. And he, it, it's about me. And he's talking about like, and I went to Noah's rehab and everything was great. And I was meditating. And then on day six, <laughs> I was like super uncomfortable. So I fucking left and I've been loaded ever since. He's like, I wanted to be clean. And I was, so, you know, and I felt so good for the first few days. And then on day six, shit got real. He's back. What are you guys talking about? We're talking about Willie. Okay. In the cast
0: of characters in your Buddhism play. Yes. Where does Jesus fall into it?
1: Yeah. Have you ever heard the theory that Jesus, uh, how long was Jesus wandering?
0: 40 days and 40 nights.
1: No, more than that. That's, okay. that's, that's, um that's me. That's Noah's Ark. <laughs> uh, G- Jesus, Jesus was missing for decades, right? Like he's young. And I then all of a sudden know. he comes back and he's like 27 or something. Uh-huh. And so
0: you know he the, was whoring himself. He was the new age. The new age for pay, age. For pay in Jerusalem.
1: So, you know Bethlehem. You, you know that uh, you know the Buddha is about five hundred years before Jesus. And so some of the like new age people like to say you know Jesus went off. And Buddhism at that point was all the way through Afghanistan, the Middle East. So it would not have, it would have made a lot of sense that Jesus would have learned some Buddhism when he was out wandering in the desert, because Uh that was one of 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 the predominant- I I did hear this before, yeah. And, you know, things like the kingdom of heaven is within is a very, sounds very Buddhist, you know, Mm -hmm. this is what the Buddha is teaching. All of the happiness that we're seeking is inside of ourselves. Both the causes of suffering and the ability to and suffering mm-hmm. is within us.
0: Oh, I got a question for you, dear sir. Yes. Have you got rid of all unhappiness and suffering? And are you in a, where are you at right now?
1: <laughs> or, um, so funny. It's so hard, you know, it's so hard to say. Here's what I'll, here's, here's I know, what I'll I say. already
0: know the answer. You know the answer? That you're in the same place I am but you can just handle it I can better.
1: handle it, yeah, so, but right. that's the definition I knew
0: you were, you know, I know your answer already,
1: yeah, I would say that my suffering has decreased i would I might even go as far as ninety percent when I started I meditating, I when, I addicted, I I when I was addicted, i right. was I was suffering like hundred percent of the time, I no,
0: know. I know that's me right now,
1: and then that's me. Sobriety, recovery, okay. psychology. You never smoke pot. I do not. I've been totally you, sober for thirty-two years since nineteen eighty-eight. When was it? I was in high school. When was the last time you? When, first time you went to rehab?
0: In the nineties. Like, I think ninety-six. Yeah. So you uh-huh. could
1: have like twenty-five years clean now.
0: You know what? You you want twenty-five <laughs>
1: years clean on D's? <laughs> You want 25 years clean on D's.
0: <laughs> D's nuts. Sure. That doesn't even that's a bad joke. Do you, you want to get sober? I am sober. Do you want Just because I smoked a little
1: hot. Here, let me ask you this. Yeah. Seriously. I know mm-hmm. we're getting a little, you know. I you're not scaring you, me. Do you want to be happy?
0: Well, who who doesn't? But you know, do you want to Hey, hang on a minute. I'm the one that listened to your thing yes. on the way here. Tell me, tell me. You said they were addicted. To the unhappiness, and we're addicted to the chaos. Yes. You said
1: it. And that we can break that addiction.
0: But you just asked me. Yeah. Do I want to, now, that's a tough question. Do you hear what I'm saying? I do. Maybe I do like just being in my, like, wallowing in a vat of shit and mud like a pig. Nope. Maybe I like to wallow in my own shit. It's not true. Maybe.
1: It's not true for of I'm doing it. I know a lot of us are doing it, but it's not true for anybody. None of us really like it. We get stuck. We feel stuck. It's all we know. Uh, we get hopeless, all of that. But one of the things that I was talking to your producers about on the break was that I've seen people turn around, people way worse than you. And yeah, if, like if you, you. If you.
0: Like you. That's why I'm talking to you yeah. because I didn't even know that about you, to be honest with yeah. you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> These kids started doing drugs at five. <laughs> oh my God, that hurts my ribs.
1: I got it done early. Oh. <laughs> I'm grateful for crack cocaine kicking <laughs> my ass so badly oh, stop, that I was you stop, stop, stop. know I was willing to <laughs> that I was willing to turn it around at a young age. yeah,
0: well, I have a young boyfriend that punched me in the ribs. and that's why I can't even laugh because yeah. they're cracked. yeah, because he punched me because. That's one of my addictions, ain't it? Sure. Sex. Sure. And it's... Well, but if it you is, really... If it you is want to good. Get, it is good. Of I course. I can't lie about that. I mean, I just keep going back, you know? And all of it, you're right. I'm addicted to the fuck all of it right now. Yeah. On a very small level, I think. like That's the first time I smoked pot today. I was like... I forget about it. That's how I know I'm not really an addict. Because I'm like, I'm going to smoke pot before the show. And then halfway through, you were talking about all that. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot to smoke pot. So I went out and smoked a little pot. Big whip (laughs) dee Did it help? Yeah. Yeah. Well, come on. Don't. Do you feel better? Yeah, I do. Well, I I don't need to feel better. I was feeling good already. Well, you you got a
1: little stressed. It's fun to, was, no. It's fun to get high. I get it. I love it. Yeah. I love Hey, Andy, I I I love pleasure. Mm-hmm. I love pleasure and I and I, you know, spend a lot of my time seeking appropriate pleasant experiences. I'm an adrenaline junkie. I surf, well, I ride what, motorcycles. Okay, that's what I was going to say. What do you So I, you, lo- I wait, love I love like I love out having the desert. Fun. Outro... Yeah, I destroyed my I destroyed my leg two years ago on my dirt bike. Where I had to have five ligaments replaced. So we all love pleasure. We all love it. Here it goes. Here it goes. Listen (laughs) up, folks. Maybe we'll learn something. (laughs) Let's (laughs) hear. Okay, okay. Let's hear what Willie has to say. Oh,
0: well, this is page thirty-three. One of my favorite Cherokee stories speaks as well to us today as it did hundreds of years ago. Sitting with his grandson, a grandfather explained-
1: I love this teaching.
0: Yeah, I've never heard
1: it. I love this teaching and this is such a common teaching.
0: Okay. Sitting with his grandson, a grandfather explained that one of the wolves was evil and was driven by anger, envy, regret ego, and the worship of war, the other wolf was good and was driven by love, hope, compassion, and the promise of peace. Thinking about the wolves already growing within him, both of them were growing within him, the boy asked, grandfather, which wolf wins? And the old man replied, the one you feed. Oh, my gosh. I never heard that one, Dad.
1: It's amazing. And it's so much. It makes me cry. Yeah, but it's so much our conversation. It's, it is. It's so much about you wanting to understand your mind. But he just said it doesn't even really matter he didn't know he did not he said you, what I get he said it. we all That's have my takeaway we all have both in us whether you call it good and evil whether you call it ignorant and wisdom we all have all of it in us and these two wolves uh these two aspects of the human heart the human mind it depends on what we're feeding
0: everyone you feed yeah yeah.
1: Am I feeding wisdom? Am I feeding kindness? Am I feeding uh, generosity, and or am I feeding really, self? That is your book. It is. It really is. 100%. That's exactly
0: your message to people. To me, that's what I got out of it.
1: it I love that you randomly shared that. That, uh, that was
0: weird, and that was accidental. Yeah. I picked thirty three because it's of Jesus. Beautiful. I think he died when he, he might have been thirty two. I don't. Know. It's
1: it's such a beautiful, uh, and and you. you you know the this. The one you it, feed. The one you feed. Anyway.
0: I was I was like, where is this going? This is not this is gonna be stupid. It was that's brilliant, dude.
1: I mean it's neuroscience.
0: It, you're right.
1: It really is neuroscience. And I know you had a yep. neuroscience yep. guy yep. on yep. the yep. show before. Yep. There's yep. neuropathways. Yep. And there's the neuropathways yep. of greed, and hatred, and delusion, and there's yep. the neuropathways of love, kindness, yep. and forgiveness. And you
0: can change them. Which pathways are we feeding? Yeah. And I don't know if this is coming from the thing I was listening with you talking. I listened to a lot of things. I'm trying to help myself. I really am. But there was something somebody was saying in the last 24 hours where you just have to change your thoughts. Was that you?
1: Maybe. you know. And I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit more uh, realistic about like you can't ch- – we started here earlier. You can't yeah. control your no, mind. You can't. But you can change how you relate to your mind.
0: And let me ask that Here's a hardcore one. Do you <laughs> laugh? Because it's a real serious question. You better answer it, honestly. You don't have to. You can be a big, fat liar. <laughs> <laughs> Love making kids laugh. But seriously, uh-huh. do you think you're ever going to drink again? Ever? Hang on. In your whole... Remember, you're only 50 to... So you might live to be 100. In your next 50 motherfucking years, do you think you're ever going, and I said relax and think about it and answer honestly, do you think you're ever going to drink again?
1: I don't think so. And I can answer it quickly and honestly based on my um, experience and my intention. Now, here's the thing, Andy, uh-huh. and this is really radical, Maybe. I'm an addict and I'm a recovering addict and I take refuge in recovery and I meditate and I, my whole life is about recovery. But I like to think that I like being awake so much. I like reality so much. And the skills that meditation has given me and how my uh, relationship to my mind has changed, I like it all so much. I appreciate it so deeply that even if I could, even if somebody came in and said, hey, you could drink uh, in moderation now. You won't shoot dope. You won't smoke crack. You won't, you'll just have some drinks here and there. I would still say, no, thank you. I want to be in reality. I want to be sober. I want to be awake.
0: With that in mind, why did you stop? What was the one that you know how they'd say in AA? The bottom. Yeah. No. It's like no. Yeah. The bottom. But there's a word where they're like uh, the the moment of
1: the pitiful and no, incomprehensible <laughs> demoralization. So you, I thought you didn't go to AA. Well, I didn't say that. The moment of clarity. Yes,
0: that moment uh, yeah. of clarity. Yes, that moment That's of clarity. Yes.
1: Now he got it. 1988. Go ahead. I wake up. In a padded padded cell. (gasps) Oh God! After a suicide attempt in juvenile hall, it was simple for me. This clarity, this for the first time in my life, I realized there's no one else to blame. But before that, I blamed everyone else. Yep. And you know, the the girlfriend, the boyfriend, the parents, the police, the whatever. Boyfriends? No, but I was was being inclusive.
0: Inclusive. No. Yes. You're flirting with him. <laughs> I love it. I love
1: it. He's so, flirting with it no, first time. But are you finally. following? Are you yes, following me? I am. That that shift for me was if I got myself into this situation, maybe I can get myself out.
0: But only you can, yeah.
1: But before that, I felt like I was a victim. It was everyone else's fault.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, why, how did, what snapped you out of it?
1: I think it was just, there was that that, uh, that bottom, for lack of a better word, that shift, that here I am, 17 years old, strung out, uh, locked up. I look like I might be locked up for a long time. <laughs> I just felt like such a failure God. at life.
0: And you were really in your mind trying very hard to find someone to blame I was, and you couldn't.
1: I was so fucking desperate that I started meditating. And I'll tell you the truth. I was more ashamed of becoming a meditator than I was of being a violent felon. Violent felon in my worldview was cool. <laughs> I was a tough guy. And now I'm this, like, peace-loving worm. Hi- Hippie-ass
0: meditator. It was the
1: worst for my self-image. My ego incense. fully rejected it. But it worked. But I got some relief, and I sat in that cell, and for the first time in my life, I realized I don't have to obey my mind.
0: How long were you in that cell?
1: About three months, and then into a group Holy home. God. Oh, Christ almighty. Until I turned 18. You've been through the ringer. But that mindfulness, that, that simple, and I know you've done this before, yeah. and maybe we could even do it now, that simple technique of— Don't
0: put me to sleep. I'll fall asleep it's and okay. they won't be able to it's wake okay. me up till tomorrow. The, okay,
1: well, we'll talk about it. That simple technique of redirecting our attention from our thinking mind, the cracked mind, and the crazy wolves coming into the body, feeling the breath. Arising and passing, arising and passing. Mindfulness of the breath. Learning to ignore That's the mind, how, hey, break I'm the addiction to the I'm mind. I'm pausing you. I'm yes. pausing you. Yes,
0: Jim. Because that is another thing that um, where I really like clicked with you. You talked about that on your thing yep. that I listened to on the way over. That's because I, I would ask my dad, what are you doing in there? Like twice a day for half an hour.
1: Yeah.
0: Meditating.
1: Well, what's that?
0: Yeah, and I'm 15, and then he taught. He's like, "If you you want to, I'll show you how to do it." He said, "Just sit, you know, sit up, sit on your bed, but sit back, but sit up, and then um, just notice your breath, notice it come in, notice it go out." And I'm like, "Yeah." And then, and he's like, "No, just that. Just keep, and it, you're gonna go to other thoughts." Of course. But then... Come back. Come back. That's what... You said the exact same thing my dad told me when I was 15, and I did it, dude. Yeah. And it
1: worked. And you can still do it. Every time your mind starts obsessing about...
0: <gasps> my boyfriend. The
1: relationship. My boyfriend. Drinking, using, money, status, court dates, whatever your mind is thinking about. Can I you take, take can money and... Sta- now, tell me something come about Come back to what, the breath. Take...
0: All right, I'm not meditating I'm right back now. Back to the breath. <sighs> See? See? You know, oh, that feels hip, good. He's hypnotizing me.
1: What did you learn about your mind today?
0: You said you can help me, and I, I know you can. <sighs> the sad part is, I don't, you're right. I don't know if I want it. What if I don't want it? What, then what? What if I don't want it?
1: Then you keep getting what you've been getting. Okay. <laughs> right? That's my my father was a, a junkie before he wrote the books with Ram Dass, and he was strung out on heroin in Mexico, and he has these stories about how I was shooting dope and I was carrying a gun, and he's like, but I was also interested in awakening, and I had this other part of me that, like, had read the poetry and read the Buddhist stuff. He's like, and I just wanted to know God more than I wanted to stay high. He said, so I kicked dope and I shit my pants. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I stopped doing heroin and I got, you know, and I started meditating. You know, and as I've told you, like, he didn't get sober. He kept smoking weed and the psychedelics and all of that stuff. But he stopped using that, you know, heroin and 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 he got very serious about his meditation practice and helped so many people because he wanted something else more and that's the answer for all of us not just you for everyone about everything in order to make a big change i'm not looking
0: for an answer don't put me in the category
1: you have to want something else more or we just keep doing what we're doing and we keep getting the results we're getting
0: honestly i'm jealous of you and impressed by you and i love you and you i love you i hope we're friends now and you've helped me yes
1: i've really enjoyed this i know we got to wrap it up i've enjoyed it i Don't you? i yeah. like you i like you and too and i also believe that ah, you goes. can do whatever you want total free will thank you
0: you yep. have total I, free will to I do know whatever that. you want. I already know. And
1: that. here's what I want to say, Andy. I've Go had ahead. A pl- it has been a pleasure to, to meet you. And was- I also saw how deeply some of the topic resonated. You know, where like the emotional response that you had, the, the attunement that you had to some of this stuff about suffering, the causes of suffering. And and it's so palpable that you would like to end the suffering and change your relationship to your mind. And all I want to say is that if a, a dirty, junky punk rock kid like me can do it, anybody can fucking do it. And so, you know, if you decide you want to, I'm happy to help support you in doing that. We'll go to some meetings. You know, fuck. (laughs) You you don't go
0: to meetings. I do. I still do. And now the question What's next for Noah
1: Levine? I appreciate the question. I feel pretty good and confident about the path that my life has been on, which is. Teaching meditation. I have a meditation center here in Venice called Against the Stream, uh, Refuge Recovery. So I feel pretty good about what I've been doing. You know, I'm, I'm working on a new book. There's a new movie. I, you know, my PR person is probably, I'm supposed to be mentioning all of this stuff. There's a new documentary about me called uh, Dharma Rebel, Noah Levine, about how I created Refuge Recovery and Against the Stream and my own recovery. i been, you, you know, this. Like, what do we learn? We learn how do we use our suffering to help others? how do you know what this conversation let him go so this is do
0: it let him you know you ask ask. pontificate on his soapbox yeah
1: well you asked what what's next and so i think just more you know my hope is that i'm just able to continue to use my life in a way that benefits other people that's my that's my hope
0: you are a dharma punk you really are
1: so, Andy, if you really want to continue any kind of dialogue with me, I'm totally open to it, and we don't have to do it on the podcast. And, you know, we can always have a conversation, and we can totally never go to any meetings together. Let me leave you with a disturbing image, okay? Ooh. And it was connected to the, the two wolves that we were go talking ahead. about earlier. I heard this, and also I think that it's a Native American thing. And it says that—and just feel this for a minute. It says that all of your ancestors— on your mother's side and on your father's side, all in the uh, in the afterlife, they're all there and they've all got your back, and they're all saying, uh, "We hope that Andy is able to break this cycle of dysfunction in our family in a way that we weren't able to do it, and that they all of your ancestors have your back and are hoping that you'll be the one to do the work that they failed to do."
0: Um. Okay, I'm gonna (laughs) stop. I told you it was a disturbing, disturbing image. I'm fine with it, but (laughs) they didn't do any work. Okay, I was. You know why I like that? I gravitate to wolves because I was raised by wolves. Exactly, and that's uh, why it's a connected image. Yeah, but no, no, no. But what you said, no, I don't. I nobody taught me anything, and nobody taught me anything and I raised myself. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going
1: a little nuts. That's alright. I loved being here. This you was did. great. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you, Andy. Thanks, guys, for having me over. Thank you, Noah. You're great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Inside the mind of Andy So many ways to turn So take your
0: the if you are in the United States or Canada and struggling with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, or a crisis of any kind, please text HOME to 741-741 and a crisis counselor will respond to you right away, 24 hours a day, seven days a week text H-O-M-E to 741-741. And to find more resources and support for addiction, visit addictedpodcast.com slash resources, or read the show notes of this episode. Please know you are not alone and recovery is possible. It's never too late. Reach out and get help now.